You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 63. Hey there, Impact Drivers. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and today we are talking all about applying a disciplined agile mindset to the PMO. This episode is sponsored by Clarison. Clarison offers the only adaptive solution on the market for enterprise collaborative work management. Their solution enables you to work in whatever manner you want, whether waterfall, agile, or a combination of the two. Companies find immense value in the visibility the solution brings across the many work streams at an organization, regardless of where the work is being done. People quickly turn ideas into strategies, plans, and actions to adapt and respond faster to market changes. Project leaders can move faster with better data, eliminate work chaos with complete transparency, and work smarter with better results. You can learn more at PMOImpactSummit.com forward slash Clarison. That's PMOImpactSummit.com forward slash Clarison. With me today is Scott Ambler. Scott is the Vice President, Chief Scientist of Disciplined Agile at PMI, the Project Management Institute, and co-creator of Disciplined Agile. Scott leads the evolution of the Discipline Agile Toolkit and can be contacted via PMI.org. Scott, thank you so much for being with us here today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I am so grateful that you're taking the time to help us understand as an impact driver community what this Discipline Agile thing really is and what the implications are for PMO leaders. And I think when you and I have talked about it, I see this as a really big opportunity for PMO leaders, and I'd love to explore that with you a little bit today and talk about where our PMO leaders can really benefit from understanding this discipline agile mindset and applying those mindsets to the work that they're doing. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, I I, I fully agree. Um, There's a lot of good stuff in DA for PMO leaders and in particular the mindset. So some of the, the key principles of the mindset are, first of all, context counts. Different teams and different situations are going to work in different ways. So as a PMO leader, you need to be prepared to support that. So an agile project team will work very differently than a serial project team, which will work very differently again than a a lean continuous delivery team. So different teams in different situations. And so you'll help them different. You'll govern them different. You'll motivate them differently. And as a result, we want to be pragmatic. Um, that's, you know, be pragmatic is one of the principles as well. So we want to do the right thing in the right situation. And as a result, choice is good. We need to allow our teams to own their process, to choose their own way of working, to choose the right techniques off the shelf in order to achieve whatever outcomes that they've been tasked to achieve. And we need to enable that. We need to help them with that. But at the same time, uh, govern them in a, in a light and risk-based manner that reflects the way that they're working. That's awesome. I love it. So it's a lot about common sense to me. And when you and I talk about it, and from what I know about it, it's music to my ears, right? So if we were to back up to the 100,000 foot view, what does discipline agile mean? Like what is the big picture perspective of what discipline agile is all about? Yes. So discipline agile is a toolkit. It shows you and teaches you, here are the issues that we need to be thinking about in given situations. It is a foundation for business agility. 
And we define potential roles, potential ways of working, life cycles and processes, but also we put practices and strategies into context. So because your situation is unique, we can't tell you what to do. So our framework will be reasonably prescriptive and say, here's the one official set of best practices to solve this problem. Well, that might solve a certain problem, but if you don't have that problem, or if you don't have the skills to follow those practices, then that framework is not a very good solution for you. So instead in DA, we step back and we say, well, wait a minute, here are the issues that you need to think about when you're dealing with this type of a problem. Here are your options to address those issues. Now here are the, you know, these potential practices, potential strategies, and here are the trade-offs associated with them. So you choose the strategies that make sense for you in the situation that you face. So as a result, we basically teach you how to fish we teach you how to put your own ways of working together that is fit for purpose for your situation. And different teams in your portfolio will work in different ways because they're different people facing different problems. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I think we get really caught up in, it must be one way and everybody must follow this framework. And I think it's an extremely dangerous place for PMO leaders to go and when PMO leaders are so focused on, you must follow this 55-step process and it's got to be exactly like this, they're assuming that they're creating widgets where everything is exactly the same every single time, which is much more of an operational activity, not a project. Projects are, by their very nature, unique, right? So if they are unique, we need to be able to apply what makes sense to meet the needs of that project and the people in that project to get to not just the outputs we're creating, but the outcomes we're trying to achieve. And what I love about Discipline Agile is that flexibility and the application of common sense to the process to say, what makes sense here for this project to achieve the outcomes we're trying to achieve? And when we step back from being so prescriptive, and that's why I like this Agile, this Discipline Agile mindset, when we step back from being so prescriptive and really look at what our business leaders are trying to achieve, we can use this toolkit of this mindset to apply what makes sense in the moment. And that is a really great opportunity for PMO leaders to stop thinking of themselves as the widget creators or as the process police or as the governance, heavy governance and oversight function and start being the ones that are enablers and servant leaders and supporting the community, the people in their organizations that are trying to achieve the goals and help them do that with more of a mindset approach than a structured, disciplined, prescriptive approach, right? (laughs) And I think, and it's interesting, when you start doing discipline agile appropriately, some of the promises that we make to ourselves and to our teammates and to our stakeholders are to, you know, make all our work and workflow visible. So it enables us well, it enables our leaders to govern more effectively. It actually informs them what the heck is actually going on. We also want to keep our workloads within capacity. So if our leaders can stop trying to overwhelm us with work and trying to motivate us with way too much work than we can handle and instead stream the work to us in an appropriate and reasonable manner, we actually become more predictable and we end up with better results, better quality achieve better ROI and important things like that, when the overall system, you know, the system of the way that we work is being governed and led and managed by our leadership. In Agile, that's primary role of management is to actually 
keep an eye on the system and to help us optimize the flow of work and to optimize across the entire value stream that we're part of and to build environments that um, create joy. Um, we should be, our teams, you know, our people should enjoy what they do. And you spend a lot of your time working, so why not enjoy it? Why not have a good yeah. time and fun while you're working? Because frankly, the, the people who love their jobs, who are having fun, who enjoy it, they're more productive and they're more effective and they're more, like, more than likely going to stay in the organization. So a lot of very good things happen when you focus, when the PMO and, and, uh, and other leaders focus on creating effective work environments and enabling and motivating teams to be effective. So Scott, I want to kind of hit something hard here that I think has been a big challenge for a lot of those doing project work, no matter what methodology they're using. And that is this idea that the PMO is defined by a particular methodology like waterfall, right? A lot of times the agile movement criticizes a PMO because of the waterfall approach. And my personal opinion is the PMO shouldn't be about any particular methodology, any particular framework. We need to raise up and be above those different ways of implementing the work to really answering the call that the business leaders have in what's going on in our organization, right? The, the portfolio level view, what's going on in our organization, what work is happening, what if we need to make changes and answering those questions. But there are going to be some people that are listening to this that are going to say, yeah, but we do things this way. And I don't really understand why DA would be so important to that. So can you talk a little bit about why maybe this shift to more disciplined agile mindset could be important in organizations? And then specifically, we'll dive into what this means for PMOs. Yeah, definitely. So that's a great question. And that is a, a very valid concern. So in DA, we embrace the fact that teams are unique, people are unique, teams are unique and therefore need to have a fit for purpose, wow, a fit for purpose way of working that reflects the situation that they face. And as they learn and as the situation evolves, their way of working should also evolve accordingly. And this is what we want. We desperately want our teams to be effective as they can possibly be. So let's enable that. Let's actually celebrate that. But there's a very interesting implication of that. If all our teams are working in different manners, then how the heck do we govern them? How the heck do we lead them and guide them? And and make sure that they're all working together towards the same goals for our organization and they're all you know, compliant to whatever regulations apply and good stuff like that. So in DA, we address this with lightweight, lean governance and it's risk-based and it's all about, we accept the fact that teams will work differently. And what we do is we have the same set of milestones, potential milestones that are based on risk, not based on documentation delivery. And that as long as those risks are being addressed in some appropriate manner to the extent that they need to be addressed. So for example, a team that faces a life critical regulatory environment will work in a more sophisticated manner than a team that is building a website that is not regulated at all. And fair enough, right? So you know, they have similar risks, but certainly the, the life critical project has you know, significantly greater risk, but it's the same categories, uh, potentially the same categories. So that's the basic idea is that your governance and your leadership approach also needs to be fit for purpose. And we show you how to do that in DA. So then that way you don't have to get in the way of the teams. You can actually help them and not inflict process on them. And this can be a challenge because I run into organizations where PMO will say, well, that's okay. You know, teams can do whatever they want as long as they follow and conform to our governance process. And then they can be agile too. But then, then you see 
their governance process is based on a serial way of working and it's all based on documents and you got to follow the right templates and all sorts of stuff. So they're lying to themselves and they don't even know. And as soon as you hear somebody say, well, it's not paradigm specific, you know that it's almost always traditional and you know it's almost always a mess. And then the, the teams just fake out the documents. So all you're doing is inflicting bureaucracy and risk on your teams. You're not really governing, and which is clearly not what you're aiming for. So we really do need to step back and become a little more realistic and be more pragmatic about our approach to all this. Well, I think that's wonderful and a perfect example of where I think PMOs have an opportunity to frankly make their lives a lot easier. Because if you... Impact drivers listening, if when you go in to find your resources because you need information from them and they go running in the other direction, you know you're doing it wrong, right? Because they should be looking to you as a PMO leader or project leader as the one that's there to help them solve their problems, make their lives easier. But when you are forcing them to fake through your process because it doesn't even fit how they work, then you're doing it wrong. It's not your process. And as my dear friend, Mark Price Perry likes to say, it's not your PMO. It's not your organization. It's there to serve the business. It's there to serve the stakeholders. It's there to serve the people that are doing the work and that need that work delivered. And therefore, you shouldn't be saying, well, this is the PMO process, right? And if anyone says, oh, I'm just following your process, checking your boxes and your administrative delivery of this stuff, but that's not what we're really doing. The real information is sitting over on so-and-so's laptop. And we just fill these forms out because you make us. Think of all that time and energy wasted. Think of all the enemies you're creating in your organization because you are just shoving stuff down their throats that they don't need and it isn't helpful not to them, nor really to those business leaders, right? So that's where I think we need to step back and evolve away from the process-heavy administrative overhead function into an enabler of delivery and of achieving strategic outcomes. That's exactly the situation. If, if your teams are, are faking these artifacts just simply to get through your gates, um, you're not governing. That's just bureaucracy. Or if these artifacts just sit on the shelf after they've been reviewed and signed off on, they're not really adding any value and you really got to start questioning what the heck is going on. If those artifacts aren't living and evolving and changing, something's going wrong there. It could be multiple things actually, but there's something that's seriously going wrong. Yeah. So, okay. I hope we've helped our impact drivers listening and specifically our PMO leaders that are trying to figure out how to do the right things. And that's really the bottom line for me, Scott. Those that are listening to this podcast really want to do good work. They really want to do the right thing. These people are my heroes. These people are wearing the shoes that I started wearing in 1999, trying to build PMOs, trying to do good work, trying to help the organization deliver on their strategy. And it's hard work. And it doesn't frankly have to be as hard as we make it. And that does lead to this whole concept of shifting and evolving the PMO towards the future, towards where PMOs are going, which Discipline Agile is, the mindset there is a huge opportunity for them. So For those listening that want to move towards this more discipline agile mindset, what is one piece of advice you would give them on how to get started, on what to do first, on where do they go here? They're sold, Scott. So now what? Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of good starting points, but you know, first of all, just go to PMI.org slash discipline agile with a hyphen in between discipline and agile. But we have uh, online uh, a lot of stuff you can read online. There's books. Um, if you're a PMI member, you can download some books, you know, PDFs free of charge, you know, just like other, other standards and guides that we have. There's online workshops as well. There's some great um, instructor-led training being offered by partners. I highly suggest uh, looking into that. But 
there's a lot of good stuff there. And DA really does take a look at a at the bigger picture and puts everything to context. And it's a wonderful opportunity for PMO leaders to really sort of ask the question, how can we add real value and continuing value to our organization? So there's there's a lot of opportunity there. And, and we answer a lot of a lot of the harder questions that you're probably facing right now. So that is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. And then one parting word of advice for them. How do they start the conversation with their business leaders about wanting to invest in this discipline agile mindset? What would you tell them how to initiate that conversation? Yeah. First, I would, I would usually ask them, you know, what are you trying to achieve and why? And also, you know, how well has it been going for you so far? <laughs> so, because um, usually what they, you know, their expectations are greater than the reality that they currently face. And DA can help to streamline that and can provide you with new ideas and techniques that you probably haven't considered before in order to really get your organization running on all cylinders. Oh, that's fantastic. Scott, thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate you taking the time to help our impact drivers understand this discipline agile mindset and how they can apply it to the PMO. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And a huge thank you and shout out to Clarizen, our PMO Impact Summit sponsor. Clarizen offers the only adaptive solution on the market for enterprise collaborative work management. Their solution enables you to work in whatever manner you want, whether a waterfall, agile, or a combination of the two. Companies find immense value in the visibility the solution brings across the many work streams in an organization, regardless of where the work is being done. People quickly turn ideas into strategies, plans, and actions to adapt and respond faster to market changes. Project leaders can move faster with better data, eliminate work chaos with complete transparency, and work smarter with better results. All right, Impact Drivers, that's it for today's podcast episode. And we look forward to seeing you in the PMO Impact Summit, where Scott's going to dive deep on Discipline Agile and how your PMO can embrace Disneyland Agile and build that Discipline Agile PMO. Bye-bye for now. Bye, everybody.